This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, welcome in. Winning Cures Everything. Today is Wednesday. August the 26th. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. Uh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it stayed loud. It's all good. Lots to discuss today because, whoo, we have got some, uh, some massive things going on in the world of basketball. Good gracious. Between college basketball and the NBA, uh, that's going to fill out the majority of the show today. I mean, it is just absolutely bananas what all is going on. But uh, we're going to try and get to all of it, of course. It, as we do every single day, we're going to go on and give you the rundown of how you can find us. WinningCuresEverything.com is the website. It's got all of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, and social media platforms. Seriously, everything you need is right over there. If you're watching the show live today, right now, obviously you're watching on either Periscope, Twitch, Facebook, or YouTube. Make sure you're subscribed or you follow or you like or whatever you need to, any of those different platforms there. If you missed the live show, go grab the podcast. Any of your favorite podcast apps, it's on there. If you want to leave a nice review, and we would appreciate that very much, a five-star written review would be uh, well appreciated over at uh, Apple Podcast. Go ahead and knock that thing out every single day that we have the show, and we have some podcast exclusives, so things that you can't find on YouTube and Periscope and whatnot, you'll be able to find on that podcast. So go and check that thing out. If you want to be a part of the chat today, obviously right down there in the bottom left-hand corner of your screen if you are watching the show is a chat box. It doesn't matter what platform you are on, it will populate right there. So anybody that's on Twitch, you can hop in and talk to somebody from YouTube right there. So, and Michael Fritz jumps in already. He said, what's up, fellas? Happy hump day. Yep, that's what I'm talking about. Happy hump day indeed. Uh, Before we get started, Hurricane Laura is supposed to make landfall tonight, and it has strengthened to a Category 4. Chris, have you ever heard of 
a National Weather Service, uh, not a, but the National Weather Service, say something like, this storm surge is unsurvivable. Have you ever heard that? I haven't heard that, and that, that's pretty scary. Yeah. It's, so let's hope they're wrong. I'm hoping so, but there are parts of this uh, parts of this storm where they are saying that it is going to have a 15 to 20 foot storm surge. I have never seen that. I mean, I and I've seen a lot of hurricanes. I am infatuated in the idea of storms. Like I, I like to see hurricanes, and I'm I'm interested in the how they come together, right? Tornadoes and stuff like that, natural disasters. Uh, Michael said, y'all aren't getting any of that down where you're at, right? And Sean said, stay safe, guys. No, we, uh, we're fine. We're, we're based in Memphis. We're okay. We're going to get some rain here in a couple of days. We're but, just going to get a lot of rain. That's yeah, it. But we're okay. We, we do have some friends that are down in the New Orleans area, or at least I do, that are, they are fine. They're inland, and this storm is far enough to the west that it's going to be a lot of rain, and there might be yep. some flooding, maybe. Uh, there might be tornadoes, severe thunderstorms, you know that kind of stuff. But yeah, it looks like Houston's yeah. going to take the brunt of it, right? Uh it's it has started curving back, so it's really going to be Beaumont, Lake Charles, you know that right there at the Louisiana Texas. Okay, so it's it's going to be kind of rough. All right, and we'll see what happens. I'm uh, I hate it. I hate it. Uh, Michael said we need that rain out here in California and Colorado. Yeah, Cali with all the wildfires now. I mean, this year has been bonkers. I am so sick of 2020 already. I'm just tired of it. Um, Yeti 304 jumps in. He said, how's it going, guys? Good evening. Good evening to you as well. So we, we've we got guys on Periscope jumping in. We've got guys on Twitch. We've got guys on YouTube jumping in. All we're lacking is Facebook. So if anybody's watching on Facebook, go ahead and dive in this bad boy. So, um, so with that said, we'll get started in the state of Louisiana. And we're going to talk about Will Wade. And what is going on with the LSU basketball program? Obviously, we're in the offseason. We don't know when basketball is going to start. They've got four different potential start dates. Looks like the favorite one by the governing commission uh, of the NCAA is December the 4th. But before we dive into that, which we're not talking about college basketball today, but the NCAA has basically said that Will Wade either arranged for or offered impermissible payments to at least 11 potential recruits or others around them, according to documents obtained Wednesday by ESPN. This is, now, here's the scary part, right? This is Mark Schlebaugh, who had the false report about Arizona paying DeAndre Ayton $150,000, right? I wrote an article about this three years ago on our website, and you can still find it. It's still there. About what do you do with a guy when his sources are wrong? Like, can you just continue to let him write? Because I, I kind of immediately said, okay, well, what if this is incorrect? Now, he's not the only one with the story. So I think that's a little bit of a saving grace for him. But, uh, well, I mean, we actually have Will Wade on like an FBI tape offering to pay a guy. Yes. So we know he's offered to pay some people, and we we assume that he's actually paid those people and followed through on that, right? Agreed. So we know that. So that was that was September of 2018. That is when the NCAA asked Will Wade for his phone records for all that kind of stuff, right? They asked LSU. They asked da 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 da. LSU and Will Wade did not provide those phone records until January 31st, 2020. That is a long time to not provide uh, 
documentation to the NCA. I mean, it, it's going ahead and saying, you know what, we're going to make this as hard as humanly possible for you guys to do your job. And in the meantime, while all this is going on, uh, Will Wade is collecting, you know, a monthly check of 300 some odd thousand dollars every single month that he is still employed by LSU, right? LSU suspended him for a little bit, and then they yeah. reinstated him, and he kept collecting paychecks. To this point, he has collected nearly $4 million since those allegations first came out. Now, the NCAA could not use the initial report, right? That was a Yahoo report where they had heard the tape, but they couldn't release the tape. Well, now the NCAA can use the tape because it was on the HBO documentary. Like it, The rules are so ridiculous, right? It's just crazy what the NCAA can and cannot use. I mean, it's... And it's still all hearsay, but here's the deal with this. Um, going through the rest of this document, it says, or not document, article. The documents say the NCAA's enforcement staff received information that Wade arranged for, offered, and or provided impermissible payments, including cash payments, to at least 11 men's basketball prospective student-athletes, their family members, individuals associated with the prospects, and or non-scholastic coaches in exchange for the prospects' enrollment at LSU. Now, here's why this has come up, right? The NCAA has done this in the past, and they did it with the Bruce Pearl situation. This is not anybody that's currently at LSU. What they did is they went to other recruits that LSU recruited, that LSU was heavily involved in, that you know how these kids put out these top five lists. They come out and say, oh, LSU's in my top five, or LSU's in my top three, or whatever. So they go to these guys, and they say, all right, look, I don't care a thing about what's going on at your school, right? Now, Javante Smart who is the one that he was talking about in the actual uh, audio clip, you're not going to talk to him. He has a reason to lie. Like, if he gets caught, if he admits that he took payments, well, he's ineligible. He's not going to be able to play. So, of course, he's going to lie. You go to these other kids, and you say, did Will Wade offer you anything? I want to know specifically about this. I don't care if Ohio State or whoever gave you, you know, a bunch of cars and a bunch of, I don't care. I'm not asking about that. I'm asking about this situation specifically, and if I find out that you lied to me, like if you tell me the truth, it's all good. If I find out that you lied, you're ineligible. Game over. No more playing. And they got 11 of these guys to admit that Will Wade offered to pay their coach, offered to pay whoever, offered to pay. And it wasn't just the players. It was the people around them, the people associated with them, whether it's parents or AAU coaches, or high school coaches, or handlers, or whoever, that have all come forward and said this. The NCAA wouldn't come out with this stuff unless they have a case that is built, right? So, uh, Michael said, is this the NCAA just choosing someone to pick on? LSU can't be the only one doing this. No, it's not them. Cho- it, it, they. This is all of that FBI stuff that came out two, three years ago. And they're just now the getting FBI all did the job for them. Yeah, basically. Basically. Now, the FBI didn't really do a whole lot about the Will Wade stuff because they never charged Will Wade. They never did any of that. No, but they got once they get the tape, once the public hears the tape, the NCAA has a clock on when they have to do something. Exactly. Exactly. So, that is the, the thing here. These are not current LSU players. These are players from other programs that were recruited by LSU that were offered certain things or took money or whatever, and these are players or handlers or whatever that admitted to taking that money, et cetera, and they have no reason to protect Will Wade. They have no reason to try and protect anything that has to do with the LSU basketball program. The other well, side no, of this— because they're playing elsewhere now. 
Yes. The other side of this that I did not know was going on. Because they went to other schools. Yeah, yeah, they went to other schools, which means that they more than likely got offered something to go to those other schools, but the NCAA ain't worried about that, right? Because they they don't have subpoena power. They don't have a way to get that data. So they got to use whatever method they got is what it is. The other side of this that I was really confused about, because they're talking about sending this over to the IARP, right, which is the the section for the complex cases. It's not the Committee on Infractions. It's a separate deal that you cannot appeal. That's what Kansas basketball is in. That's what Memphis basketball is in. That's what NC State basketball is in. This is where it gets tricky is because the NCAA is trying to loop in the LSU football stuff that's going on, which I didn't even realize was an NCAA problem until you start digging through some of these articles. Yahoo Sports, CBS, ESPN, etc. have all gotten word that the NCAA is tying all of this stuff together. That offensive lineman whose dad received $180,000 that, that was stolen from that children's hospital. Do you remember this whole situation? I think we talked about it like a year and a half ago, two years. That yeah, whole thing. Claim, it wasn't stolen. They, they wrote it off as a write-off yeah. to the children's hospital, but they really gave it to the staff. Yes, they gave it to the dad for it. It was a, a tax fraud thing more than anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it's, it, yeah. I, I take that back. I, it sounded way worse when I actually said it. You're right. Um, yeah, they, the money wasn't donated was, to the children's hospital and somebody went to the children's hospital and stole it. Yes, it, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that. You're correct. Uh, but it's $180,000 that was given to an offensive lineman's dad uh, for basically a no-show job. Like, he just never showed up for this job but still got paid $180,000, and they're saying it's basically for his kid to go to LSU. Kind of crazy. I don't know why anybody would pay $180,000 And that's for, different from the Cam Newton situation. And that's different from the Cam Newton situation now. It's not. Other than the Cam Newton situation. They know situation. that Cam Newton's father got money from Auburn. They know that. Well, and they said, well, but it didn't go to Cam. They they hit it better. I, I will say that because it didn't go directly to the dad. No, no it went, they know that. They, it, no, it went to a 503. To his church. Yeah, or 50, yeah, 503C. It went to a nonprofit. Well, yeah, a, non, a, non, a, non, yeah, a nonprofit, which his dad runs. Yes. Yeah, because he's a pastor. I mean, it's the whole thing, and that's allowed. But this is not like this is this is the whole problem with it, okay? And this is not me wearing the LSU gear and I, you know, defending my team. I said the exact same thing when the old Miss stuff happened. Yeah, you went to Leo Lewis, you went to their biggest rival and said, "I'll give you immunity if you say bad things about this school. Tell me the truth," and he spilled the means. But meanwhile, yes, they offered me X amount of money. But for some reason, for good, wholesome morals, I decided to turn all of that money down and play for Mississippi State because I just want to be a bulldog. Well, and then no, they find no, out that hold they on, they find out too. that they find out that Leo Lewis got paid, but then they figure out that the guy yeah. that paid him was actually quote unquote a family friend. He was considered a family yes. friend. Whole thing is bananas. The whole thing is ridiculous. The, like, this is this is why I don't care ever about anything. The NCAA. You went through ten minutes of of all the money Will Wade has made while being on this. I don't know what that has to do with anything. He's still employed by the school. He's still doing his job. So oh, because why, he's why a genius. Why would they not pay him his his salary? That's because he's a genius. What? Why on earth would you turn over the phone records? But he's like, yeah, he's a good coach and he's worth oh, that 100%. salary. Yeah, 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 okay. absolutely. And they're still winning games, and they're still recruiting. They're still doing the, we're, we're literally just doing what all these other schools are doing, and I actually think this is what you should do, by the way, if you're in school. 
don't negotiate with these terrorists. Don't don't help them in their investigation. Missouri tried to help them with their investigation. And what happened? They took one straight up the ass, didn't they? Oh, yeah. You know what? If I'm a school, I would never, ever help again. This is a made-up organization that these schools created. If if you created someone and put them in power, you can take their power away. And it's really, really, we're getting close to these schools realizing, oh, we invented these guys. Fuck them. <laughs> hey, Michael jumps in. He said, uh, the NCAA just needs to start paying the athletes. This crap is going on everywhere. Yes, 100%. Uh, and then Sean jumps in on Periscope. He said, NCAA is very corrupt. Look at USC and the Reggie Bush situation. Yeah. Hey, this has been going on for Longer than the Reggie Bush thing, it's been going on way, way, way longer. They pick and choose winners constantly. Yes. They pick and choose winners constantly. Now, we we were incredibly surprised that they actually actually went after Kansas. Uh, but the truth is, that they went after Adidas. Well, they had and, to. You know, or they, at the least NCAA, the NCAA, um, once the FBI got involved, the FBI exposed college basketball for what it is, and the NCAA had to do something then. And when they named their biggest, uh, uh, you know, teams and leagues, then then they had to do something. Yeah. Now you're uh, you're 100 percent right. I'm curious what they're going to do because LSU is trying to push that the football thing be tried in a separate deal. They want the committee on infractions, or they just want to impose their own sanctions and whatnot. Because there were a couple of minuscule things like Coach O uh, bumped into a. Uh, athlete that he wasn't supposed to be talking to yet because he was still a junior or whatever. Yeah. Like, just a minuscule thing, right? Yeah. But it was that, and then there was another, like, secondary issue, and then there was that main one that was the $180,000 to the kid's dad, right? So they don't want the football stuff tied in with this Will Wade stuff because if you get all of that tied in, it's almost guaranteed that you're going to get a level one and the school is going to face some significant punishment. So... I mean, who knows what's going to happen here? I'm I'm very curious. It took a long, long time, but apparently this letter from the NCAA um, was July 15th, and, and nobody knew about it until now, which is kind of crazy. But, you know, either way, we'll, uh, we'll see what's going to happen with that. Uh, Get, Chris, listen, I mean, I, I'm going to tell you this. As, as sports fans out in the world, out in the ethos, if you hate the Astros players, for cheating, okay? But you're okay with these kids getting immunity to still, so it's okay for them to cheat, them to get paid, and dime out these guys, then you you can't have both, you can't have conflicting conflicts, all right? You, you can't have conflicting thoughts, all right? You, you must be consistent with what you think is right and what you think is wrong, okay? If immunity to a player gives immunity to a player, then that's that's fine. If you're okay with it, you got to be okay with it here, and you got to be okay with it here. If you're not, then you're not. All right. Every one of these players that are singing like canaries, listen, shame on all of them. They all took the money. They, every damn one of them took the money. But they're gonna dime out some other kid because that other ki- team got caught. That's bullshit. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. It, it's not that they're telling on other kids. It, it's just telling on this that's coach. What, that's exactly what they're doing, Gary. That's exactly what they're doing. But telling on other kids? They're just telling what they're happened telling to them. telling on other programs. But yeah, telling on other programs. No. Yeah, okay. that's... Add another program. Add another program that they chose to not go to. This guy offered me $50,000, but I didn't want to play there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Let me see your family's W-2s from the last three years. You didn't want to take that $50,000? <laughs> that makes sense. Get that education, son. Um, let's see. Michael said the, uh, the so-called corruption the NCAA is dealing with starts at the top. Investigate the ones in charge and see what comes out. Yeah. No, that's 100% true. And yes. then uh, Sean said yes, to me. I would like somebody to glove up and take a prostate exam to Mark Emmer. Uh Sean said to me, those are different situations. The NCAA is student athletes. Uh, student, of course they are. Yeah. It's student athletes. We, we've talked about the, the, where that whole thing came from. James Lill jumps in. He says, uh, when do college football games start, guys? Hey, first one is this Saturday night, 9 p.m., Austin P. in Central Arkansas. The next first one, the first FBS game, South Alabama and Southern Miss is next uh, Thursday. Next Thursday. So, you know, we're rocking and rolling. We are rocking and rolling. The first Power 5 game will be Thursday, September 10th, and that's UAB and Miami. So it's not Power 5 between the two, but the Miami Hurricanes will be the first Power 5 program to play football. So that's what's happening with that. Um, If you want to check out more of our stuff, by the way, I didn't say this at the front, but sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. That's where you can find all of our stuff for Sportsbook Review. We are doing college football content over there uh, all season. It's going to be a good time. We've got a bunch of previews already up. SEC West, Big 12, uh, ACC, a ton of different day. We go live there every Tuesday and Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Central. Go and make sure that you sign up. Right down in the YouTube description, it's got all of our links and whatnot, but you can find it easiest, sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Um, Chris, I, I don't even know how to ask. To close out this Will Wade deal, I mean, what do you what do you think ends up happening? I think it's going to be a long time before they ever hear the case. What do I think at the very end of it is going to happen? Yeah. Will Wade's going to have to be fired. You think he gets a show calls? Probably. Oh, yeah, 100%. I would imagine so. I would imagine so. Uh, Damien jumps in. Student athletes should do like the NBA and boycott uh, against NCAA corruption. Uh, James said, I can't find the line numbers. Are they out for week one? Uh, they are out for Central Arkansas and Austin P over at bookmaker.eu. Uh, but you can find those over at sportsbookreview.com. The odds section over there tells exactly what book has got them up. Central Arkansas is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. The total is 42-and-a-half. Uh, the other first week, you know, they're not releasing lines until they figure out, you know, what kids are playing, who's got COVID, et cetera. It's, it, this is going to be a weird year. Weird year. Um, Michael said, NBA players are paid already, Damien. Yeah, um, you know. And, you know what? Let's go ahead and dive into that. Let's dive into that. The... NBA boycotts, right before we came on today. The Orlando Magic were out on the court. They were warming up, and on the other side of the court, there was nobody present. The Milwaukee Bucks never came out of the locker room, and they decided that they are not going to come out of the locker room. They are boycotting right now, and to show their boycott, they are not coming out for Game 5 of the NBA playoffs. And immediately after that, they announced that the Lakers are not going to play their game five. And the, uh, let's see, who is the other? The Rockets and the Thunder are not going to play in their game five. So the entire NBA has decided that they are going to boycott the NBA playoffs right now. So this is what Adrian Wojnarowski said. The NBA owners uh, and front offices did not see this wave of player boycotts coming today. Hours ago, they all expected to be playing these games tonight. This is a pivot point for the NBA and professional sports in North America. 
Uh, it says, every NBA player is invited to join the meeting in the bubble at 8 p.m. to discuss how they will proceed from today's boycotts. Sources tell Zach Lowe um, and me. I am very curious. So uh, my first thought was, okay, if it's just the Bucks they're deciding to boycott, is this a forfeit? Like, is, is this what's going to happen here? And then when everybody said, all right, you know what? Since the Bucks did it, we're not going to do it either. We're, we're just not playing. Now, Sean jumps in. He said, I understand they're boycotting, but what if nothing changes in the next few days? See, that's, that's the question, right? I mean, what, what do they need to see happen to get back to playing? And does this extend through the weekend? Does this extend, you know, wherever? Matt Miller jumps in on YouTube. He said, the NBA, uh, NBA ratings are already tanking, and it's going to get worse with stunts like this. Now, I don't know that this is a stunt. Like, far be it from me to tell anybody how they should feel or whatever, but I do find it odd because they are, they're in a bubble. Like, I, and, and not, you know, this, stuff like this happens fairly regularly, not regularly. Chris, save me. I don't know how to say this. I don't, I don't, I don't even know how I'm supposed to feel about this. I just, I don't know what this is going to solve. Like they, they're already. Uh, well, a lot of it depends on what they choose to do with this time, right. and what they choose to put pressure on the owners and uh, and and the uh, the NBA people that that have power. Here's, um, so there's no way to do this without getting political. Okay, it's just it's right. Just not that's possible. that's the that's my issue. Yeah. Here's here's the issue. Okay. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna inform everybody if you did not know. Okay. There is there is. One city, I think he's a member of House Representative. I should know this. I don't know. I don't know. He might be a senator, um, but but he's from Michigan. Okay, he's from the state of Michigan. His name's Justin Amish. After uh, the 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 George Floyd situation, he wrote a very simple, very very clearly written four page bill, not some two thousand page thing with a million tags, so somebody's uncle's cousins can get a bridge somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Okay. This is a very simple four-page bill, and it clearly defines how they can make changes, and it is all about ending no-knock uh, 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 warrants, yeah. which is a major, major problem. It also um, ends qualified immunity, which is the biggest thing for this. I think they should take that a step further, and the district attorney's that, that prosecute these, the prosecutors in these towns should also lose their qualified immunity if they do something unethical, knowingly unethical, and and break the law to try and win their case. Their, their job is to find the truth for the state, not just win cases. Um, and because uh, and, and, those people are working alongside these police officers. This is not mean police officers are bad. This just means that if a police officer is bad, he can actually suffer real consequences. Right now, they're covered by the blankets of their unions. Don't think unions are bad, but I'm just telling you the reason we don't have any change and this hasn't gotten better over the last 50 years is because the bad guys are just as protected as the good guys. And you have to just begin to remove those protections. If a, if a doctor not trying to do anything wrong, actually does something wrong, makes a mistake on the job. He doesn't lose his job unless it's egregious but he absolutely suffers a major consequence, okay? He's liable in court. You have to make these police officers liable in court for their actions. That's all. That's all the bill says, okay? And you would have thought that 
a ton of these people in power, a ton of these people that have the right to vote for these things that are all upset about what's going on and what happened to uh, George Floyd would have voted on this, pushed us or whatever. They won't even call for it to be voted on because they don't actually want to fix the problem. Okay. They, they need, this is, this is a direction to those on the left. Those on the right don't see anything wrong with what's going on for the most part. And, or they're going to just continuously blame these victims. Okay. Not saying that's right. Not saying that's wrong. I'm saying that's their stance. Those on the left will don African scarves and drop to a knee, but they won't actually do anything to help these people. Justin Amish, who's not a Democrat, he's not a Republican. Um, he is a libertarian. And, and he says, listen, guys, I, I, I think we should do this. I think this is a good thing. This is our violations of our human rights, and we need to protect those things. Not one person from the left, not one Democrat senator or representative has stood up to say, you know what? This guy's right, and yeah. we need to pass this bill. We need to at least vote on the bill. Yeah. And therein right. lies the problem is they have to – and right now, all of those sons of bitches, I use that word intentionally because I think they're all worthless, and they're all bought, and they're all paid for. All of them, all of them are sitting at home right now on recess. They're going to take a month off in the middle of the summer while we're going through a pandemic and our country is in major crisis right now. But let's all go on vacation because we've worked really hard. That's, that's the problem I have is all these people are sitting on their ass in their million-dollar houses and estates, and they don't care about you. They just don't. And what these so get back to what the players should do. Hey, by the way, the Justin, players Justin need Amish, to be on because the, they have voice. It, you were asking earlier. He's a member of the House of Representatives. So yeah, he's a house. I, I was yep. almost certain he was House, but I didn't win positive. Yep. So anyway, what they should what should these players do by not playing? They should all be on the phone with whoever their senators, whoever their representatives are. They should be on the phone with every one of them because when they when I call, no one gives a shit. Okay, when Gary calls, no one cares. We don't have that clout. When you call, probably no one cares, all right? When LeBron calls, they're going to answer his damn phone call, and he needs to say, get off your ass, get back to Washington, and pass this bill. That's what he's going to say. That's what he needs to say. And if those people don't want to be called out by these people who are champions of their calls then they need to get off their ass. They need to get on the first thing smoking back to D.C., and they need to pass these fucking bills. Yeah. Now you're, hey, That's what they need to do. That's hey, And I'll tell you reason. this. If I was one of them and I had that much power, I would do the same thing. I would say, you know what? I'm using my power here, but I'm actually going to wield it. I don't, need, I don't need optics. I don't care how something looks or appeals to anyone else. I want answers. I want to know why this bill has sat there for four months and you didn't do anything with it. Yeah, I want to know you why even, you wouldn't put it to a vote then. Yeah, you, you didn't even put it or to a vote. Or two months ago. Uh, let me jump through some of the comments. Nope. Uh, Michael said, what's one game mattered? They have the right to boycott, but why not just boycott the season? Uh, Sean said, I heard Milwaukee was already trying to get a hold of the Wisconsin District Attorney. Matt Miller said they shouldn't have come at all, and they should have opted out. They said that they are calling the AG of Wisconsin. I'm sorry, but I don't want athletes pressuring the AGs to make arrests. Uh, the police should not have... Make sure I read this right. The police should not have qualified immunity. There should be no knock. There should be no no knock warrants, and they should be demilitarized. But getting rid of or defunding is idiotic. Should not be no yes. knock warrants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael said, "Chris, it wasn't a senator from South Carolina. Possibly Tim Scott. Not sure if the name's right." Um, 
Let's see. Sean said, uh, absolutely right. This country is just too divided right now. And Matt Miller said, Chris, Tim Scott introduced a bill and the Dems shot it down. We just don't believe in neutering or getting rid of the police to get things accomplished. But as I mentioned above, those things need to happen. Yeah, I mean, we we don't. But obviously, just, just, if you go back and look, Justin Amish is the one that wrote the the four page. Yeah, bill. he he it's, certainly you could did. find him on Twitter at his page, and and you like he's still got it up tweeted. You could see all four pages pretty clearly written, pretty clearly explained out. And this is this would actually bring real change. I'm I'm going to tell you conspiracy theory, Chris. Okay, this is this is me right now. I and I have this conversation with my with my very conservative family. Okay, who is who is very Italian Catholic? All right, and 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 they they follow the church and they are going to always believe in the church. And I don't knock that, but here's my issue: I have this conversation with them. I'll have it with the lefts as well. These people don't want to fix your problems. They will fight against things all day long. But if they actually solve them, my argument to my family on the right is the the right at one point in time, the Republicans had the presidency. They had the House of Representatives, they had the Senate, and they had the Supreme Court. If you think they're going to overturn Roe versus Wade, you're wrong. You're wrong. They're never going to stop abortions, but they're all because they need you to keep voting for them. They need to always outwardly hate abortion so you continue to vote for them because there are so many people that are faith-based that are being manipulated by these sorry assholes okay that that if you would use somebody's faith to manipulate them you're you're the lowest of the low of people but they don't want to stop abortions they need all these dead babies quote-unquote because that's the only way they can get these people to vote for them because they're so terrible at their job. The left is no different. They're never coming after your guns. The second, I'm a Second Amendment guy. I like my guns. They're never coming after our guns. You know why? Because they need that issue to hang over the head of the left so they can always have power over those who hate guns. That yeah, are it's always a talking They point. can always have that power. This is no different than that. They need this police brutality. They need these problems to be real so they can continue to keep people on their knees and keep people and they can stay in power and they can just stay just printing cash right and left, taking it from our pockets. I know that sounds crazy. I know that sounds like I'm a crackpot. I truly believe these people don't want to fix our problems because I can't believe some of these people who have been in office for longer than I've been alive hasn't made any headway in trying to fix any of them. We haven't gotten any bit closer to being better than we were 50 years ago. So so what are you doing? They're using it to, You're just to stay employed. Yeah, just keep it. And, and here's uh, that, that is that is well, here's my, some of the that comments. Is a deep that is a deep state into my beliefs and my feelings about all of this. I think this is we have a platform. It is okay to use this every now and then to to dive into topics like these, right? We don't like to get political on this show. This is a sports show. We're supposed to have fun with it. But no, when I, these yeah, things I don't, I don't like to. But when these things pop up, obviously this is kind of a big deal, right? The NBA had playoff games scheduled tonight. Playoff games. These aren't just regular yes. season games. Yes. Like these are big time games. I'm okay That'd... with them sitting it out. I want to know that they're on the phone with people that matter and they're saying, 
get off your ass, doing get something. back to DC and do something. Yeah, as opposed to you just can't sitting. blame the village idiot either. Okay, that's the problem. It's so easy to blame the orange man, to blame the village idiot. Okay, we know he's an idiot. All right, those who support him know. Oh God, he tweeted something stupid today, didn't he? Like they know that it's. It's what it is, but he's been in power for three years, almost four, okay? He hasn't been in power for 50. This yeah. stuff didn't get worse under him. It's just still really bad. Yeah. We can't just keep blaming the village idiot. No, you're right. Here, let me jump into the comments real quick. Uh, Damien said, sports should not be happening. There's more important things that we should worry about, like fixing the justice system. NFL should boycott their season. Just uh, No, should boycott their season since they're not racist, like Vic Fangio said. Uh, Matt Miller said, it's an election year. They don't want change. They want division because if they hate the man in charge enough, then they might vote for Biden because, let's be honest, Biden gets uh, no one excited. Uh, Michael said, the scary part is eventually cops are not going to want to do their job anymore. I'm all for changes, but doing that job with zero support and being afraid to do your job is going to get cops killed. Cops dying does not make the news, uh, though. Anyone that wants to defund or make changes should spend some time and walk a few days in an officer's shoes. Not easy. Yeah, I I think that everybody should go on a ride-along with a police officer at some point. I mean, that, that should absolutely be, you know, and, and it should happen early, early in life. Uh, and I, I will say this about cops, and not enough of them are, there are a lot that do, but not enough of them are super involved in their communities, right? Hey, get into these schools. Get in there with the kids. Let them know not to be afraid of the police. Give them a reason to trust you. Like, bottom line. Anyway, uh, Damien said, NBA is doing the right thing by boycotting. NFL should do the same and boycott their season. Uh Matt said, I mean, we are definitely better than 50 years ago, but we aren't perfect and never will be because we're humans and humans are incapable of being perfect. Uh, Michael said, sorry for the long message, but I've lost brothers and sisters and they have families. There aren't any boycotts for that. That's true. That's 100% true. Look, we, we support the police. I'm, I'm not afraid to say that, and I don't think that's a political statement. Like, I just don't. I, there's a reason that we have those people in positions of power to be able to protect us uh, from crazy stuff. You know? Now, are all cops I'm, good? Look, I'm not no. anti-police. Let's, I'm I'm not anti-police, but they're they're just people out here doing a job. Yeah. Okay, and 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 I think they have a crappy job. But do I support them or am I against them? I'm just I'm just in the ethos trying to do my job too. Okay, and I don't hate them. I don't look them in the enemy. But I, I I mean I will tell you that like I don't get harassed like like black people get harassed. Okay, but but in the way that I get harassed is, is totally different. But it's I'm a taxpayer, and they see me and go in nine miles over the speed limit and I get pulled over and I get ticket because, because they, they don't, they don't pull over, you know, the broke down car driving, you know, 15 or 20 miles over because they know that guy has nothing to offer. All right. But they can extort money from me. All right. They can write chicken shit tickets all they want and I just got to pay them. And that, so, and, and I get it. They're doing a job. They're doing a shitty job, a job that I would not do if I was in the greatest physical fitness. All right. And there's an appreciation for that. But at the same time, you know, can't we just all live our lives? Do we have to praise everybody? Does every, if everybody is a hero, is anybody a hero? I mean, I think, can't we just don't be an asshole to them, hope they're not an asshole to you, and let's all just live our lives? Is that okay? Yeah, I think that's perfectly that not fine. Okay now? I, don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with okay. me saying that I appreciate police, though. <laughs> like, I... You know, I support I mean, no, cops. You it's can a, say whatever you yeah, want. You can a, feel whatever you job, want. It's a tough job, man. It's, I, it is a I, dangerous job. I don't job. feel differently. I mean, I did, an in, I did an internship with them for six months while I was going to college. Okay, I was a criminal justice major. I did yeah. an internship with them. Look, I, you know, it was, we drove around. We wrote a lot of tickets. You know, 
we we arrested people for not paying the child support. Yeah, they should have paid the child support. I don't know. It's just one of those things where it was just like, all right, I, I was there for six months or uh, probably four months. For four months, you know, I saw one piece of action that was at any time high risk crazy. And I'm sure that's the problem with the job is they sit and do nothing for months and months and months. And then they get involved in something like this. And no matter how they, A, they don't train enough. And so when they finally get involved in something like this, their instincts kick in and you don't really need to follow your instincts. You need to follow your training. And that's the problem. Uh, Matt Miller. Anyway, we also expect too much from a guy that makes 60 grand a year to be a protector, psychologist, and an outreach for community. Yeah, that might be true. Uh, Joseph Gomez said, not necessarily if you're a target, you're a target. The guy in uh, in the old beat-up car won't fight the ticket. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, let's dive off of that. Let's get out of the politics. Let's dive into some more NBA stuff. We'll uh, we'll talk about this. Um, ah, this is interesting. Yahoo Sports just broke. The Brewers and the Reds are not playing. Um, the Brewers have, uh, have decided that they are going to protest tonight. That so, didn't surprise me. I was just about to say Milwaukee probably doesn't. Yep, that uh, that jumps in there. Um. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand and he knows granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, so let's talk about NBA coaches really quick. This this feels rather minuscule compared to uh, the other topic that we just discussed, but um, but NBA coaches are being fired, right? Uh, you had Nate McMillan with the Pacers, who had a 180 and 141 or 146 record. Either way, he had a pretty good winning percentage. At the issue was he went three and 16 in the playoffs. Not good. Not good. So with the with the Pacers, he made the playoffs four times and only won three games. Um, Joseph said NBA is not playing. Well, they either way the coaches are still getting fired one way or another. So that's what we're going to do. Matt Miller said uh, Marcus Morris needs to be suspended. That was a cheap shot last night. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's sports, right? You know, a guy's got a bum ankle in football. They go for that bum ankle. I mean, it's and and, and no, it's not right. But. Yeah, but in football, you're supposed to tackle. Yeah. In football, it's part of your job to <laughs> that's tackle. True. That's true. In basketball, that's not your job. No, you're 100% right. It you was, have it to was bring them shot. down in football. It was a cheap shot. He should absolutely be suspended, but who knows what's going to happen at this point. Um, so, Brett Brown was fired by the Sixers. Nate McMillan was fired by the Pacers. Uh, obviously, the Knicks fired their coach forever ago, right? Uh, Dave, David Fisdale was out, you know, however long ago. They're going to go after somebody. Um and then uh, and the Pelicans fired Alvin Gentry for not doing it, if, I guess, for holding out Zion. I guess for, I don't know what they did. I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, so, my thought is the 76ers. It is rumored that they are going to try and go after Villanova head coach Jay Wright, who has won two of uh, the last three NCAA tournaments and is a 
bona fide uh, Naismith Hall of Famer. Like I, he's going to be a college basketball Hall of Fame coach, no matter what. He is 58 years old. He has turned down NBA jobs before. He has turned down major jobs before. He turned down the Kentucky job. He turned down the UCLA job, which would have paid him more than double what he is currently making because he is a Philadelphia guy. That is where he is from. However, this is now an NBA job in the city that he is from, in the city where he is currently coaching, and you got two young All-Stars on that team. Now, it is a kind of a dumpster fire of an organization, right? They've got a lot of problems in Philadelphia with the 76ers. Would this be a job that you would be interested in? I uh, I will dive in after after you give your opinion here. Hell no, I wouldn't touch this job. <laughs> I wouldn't touch this job. And I don't want anything to do with Joel Embiid. That dude is fat, out of shape. He doesn't want to be there. 24 minutes into a game, he is gassed. He is done. You just run at him for half the game. In the second half of the game, you could run over him. Okay? I don't want anything. That guy, play when he plays, when he is on, he is unbelievable. It, it's just, can you figure out a way to get him to want to turn it on? Ain't no way I want to touch that. Nope. Done. Yeah. Walking I, away. I was going to say the same thing. Now, here's the deal. If it were different all-stars, right? If it were different young all-stars, that seemed like they actually were passionate yeah, if it was, about the if it game. Was, if it was Steph, if it yeah, if it was Steph and Clay, yeah, I'd take the job. Yeah, I mean that's that's the deal, right? It, I mean, yes, that's insane, Gary. You've got like here's the thing. Would I rather if I'm a if it's me, and the job details are the same as they are the NBA, less work. Yeah, it's more games, but it's less work, right? You don't have to worry about recruiting. You don't have to worry about shaking hands and and lying and smiling to you know. 16, 17-year-old kids all the time. You don't have to worry about handlers. You don't have to worry about whatever. You just go in and you coach your team. You don't even have to pick the team. Now, that's part of the problem is you don't even get to pick the team. But you can disappear for months at a time as an NBA coach, and it's completely expected. You have time off. You have whatever. You have a season, but in that season, you are focusing on coaching the game. That is what you're doing. So if you are a basketball coach that cares about actually coaching the game of basketball, the NBA is where you should probably be. If you are worried about all of the others, and Bill Self is the one that said this. He asked a, a young assistant coach what he really wanted to do, why he wanted to be a head basketball coach. And he said, I just, I love, I love teaching. I love coaching the game of basketball. And he said, all right, then you probably need to be an assistant in the NBA. Like, because there's college coaching. He said, my job is about 10% coaching. The rest of it is messing with all of the other mess. It's going over the summer, and there's no months off. You're recruiting all the time. And then you've got a season, and then you get right back into recruiting. It's, you're going to evaluate 14- and 15-year-old kids like, like you're supposed to know what they're going to look like but in that's four why years. College coaches and, that's why college coaches in basketball make more money than pro coaches. And, and some of them do. Some of them don't. Right? Well, yeah, so, I mean, obviously, if you win championships and if you've been there for a decade, then you make more money than everybody. But but these other guys that are coming into jobs and just churning jobs, Fitz, Fitz, uh, Fitz uh, what's his name? Fitz just got fired. And, like, he wasn't making much. Like, these guys aren't making anything. Uh, yeah, and there's some NBA guys that aren't making hardly anything. Uh, but if you're Jay Wright, you're making a pretty good sum of money at Villanova. Now, it is not what they were going to offer you to coach the 76ers. They were going to offer a ton of money, almost double no, they, what he was make making. Money. But it was only going to be a yeah. three, four-year contract. 
it wasn't going to be, you know, it, at Villanova, he can leave whenever he wants to because that's his program. Like, he built it from the ground up. Sure. So, uh, yeah, so I, my, if I were him, I would stay at Villanova. I know it's more work, but that's what he's been doing forever. So I would I would stick with that gig. I would I'm stick not, with what I'm he's doing. I'm not touching that job. Uh, Matt Miller said, Jay Wright seems like he's been rumored for uh, at least 20 ch- uh, times for the Knicks, Nets, and the Sixers job. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's always going to come up for the Sixers job. Um, it, the reason that we're bringing it up is because, you know, they talked about Jawan Howard for this job, and he came out and said, yo, like I'm the coach at Michigan, I ain't going nowhere. Jay Wright, it was rumored, and he has not said anything. And typically... He's one of the first ones to come he out. He might want the job. That's fine. I just think it's wrong. I just think I just think he unless he thinks he's run his course in the in the NCAA and he thinks that, you know, recruiting's getting too tough and people have figured out his stick and and know where he's finding players and they're going out and finding those kind of players and getting them over him, then, you know, that that could be the only thing I could think of. There ain't no way on earth I want to touch this team with this roster. No, you're. I, I think you're right. I, I just don't think it's a really well built roster. And the people that run that front office, I don't want to be a part of it. No, I mean, man, look, they owe Tobias Harris so much money. I mean, it is just absolutely insane. They, they've got so many bad contracts, and I don't know what you do with Joel unless somebody comes to you and says, "I, I want him," and you get a, a a fair market deal for him. I don't. I, there's no way I'd touch it. No I, I don't. I, I don't know what the. the but fair I don't want just is. draft picks because draft picks don't just always turn into something. I need. I need a real bona fide star. But I don't know. I don't know how to get that. No one trades stars for stars anymore. No, I, I think. I think you're right. I think you are right. Um, Joseph Gomez said Tyron Lue, Jay Wright, and then Jason Kidd in that order for the Sixers. Uh, kind of SAS because it should be pop. Uh, he said kind of sad. Uh, Michael Fritch said. Peace. I think he's out. Uh, Damien said, bye-bye, Mr. Egghead Jim Boylan. Um, the New York media, this is Joseph Gomez. He said, the New York media is brutal, so it might be worse uh, because the media will go deep into your off-court life. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Matt Miller said, he doesn't seem like an NBA coach, and they old old man Horford $100 million. Yeah, again, major bad contracts. They, I mean, they just overpaid for a ton of these guys. ton of these guys. Um, all right, so... With that said, I, I don't know what these NBA coaches are going to do. Typically, these things don't even necessarily matter. Uh, there's rumors that David Fisdale is going to get the New Orleans Pelicans job. I would hate to see that because I liked him when he was at Memphis, but obviously you don't get along with your best player. That's going to be a problem. Uh, we'll see what happens, if he actually ends up getting the job or not. Uh, let's let's talk about something that's happening locally. So there was a big deal, a big stink caused over the weekend because Collierville High School decided that they were going to ban the media from coming to the high school football game. Now, they were only allowing in the parents and relatives of the players to come in. They, they could only hold 650 people so long as everybody was socially distanced, whatever, and that's a seat for everybody, right? But they decided that they are not going to, um, they were not going to have media in. And then today... Today is Thursday. That game was on Friday. Today, they had two football players test positive for COVID-19, and they are now postponing the next two football games. Now, I'm curious your thoughts here, um, because we we really, I mean, we, there were a bunch of games, bunch of games last weekend in high school football across this country. Didn't really hear of a lot of, you know, cancellations or outbreaks or anything like that. It seemed to go off kind of without a hitch. 
this is the first instance that I have heard of high school players testing positive after a game. But this is six days after that game took place. What what do you think this means? How do you think this uh, translates going forward? What what are your thoughts here? Oh, well, my, I have I have more thoughts about the not not allowing media in. I I know some of those media that were were at that game and they had the police called on them. And my my issue is this: you don't get to be a public school that's paid for by taxes and then say, no, 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 we don't want the news to show up and videotape anything that's happening here or report on anything that's going on here. I, I understand that there's a lot of people out there that are afraid of, of, of media and, and because media has a tendency to spin things and whatever. Listen, you're a publicly funded building, yeah. all right? You're a publicly funded school. You're not calling the cops abandoning anybody. I got beef with that, okay? I don't like being a taxpayer, but I am a taxpayer, and I'll be damned if you're going to keep the media away. That I have a big, big problem with. I, okay? I agree with you. Situation I'll go ahead and say that. I'll, I'll, I agree with you. Yeah. No. All right. That's, so that's a problem. The reason, and so the reason they didn't want the media showing up, they were literally the media were told, "We don't want you coming in here videotaping everybody without mask on because we know that's what you're doing." And they asked, "Was everybody being made to wear mask?" And the lady just walked away. <laughs> um, which which means they weren't. They weren't. They weren't yeah. requiring the 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 guidelines of the state or whatever and whatnot. So that happened. That happened. I don't think these kids got COVID playing football. I think these kids got COVID because they live in society and and they go to the grocery store for mom when when you know she doesn't want to deal with it and they are still in school and they're hanging out at friends' houses and these kids are not socially distancing at all. I think they got COVID just from being in the world. They just happen to be football players. I think so too. I think it is. It's past the time that, like, they would have been able to test positive earlier in the week, and they test fairly regularly. So I'm kind of curious, you know, if they just got it. And Matt Miller said they probably just got it at school. Probably, probably. So that's what I'm curious about because Briarcrest, like, they ain't canceling. They ain't postponing their games. And I don't understand why they haven't had positives. Sit these two kids out for two weeks. Clean your facilities, which you should be doing that anyway, and test everybody. Well, there, and if so at there, the end of the week nobody else has it, you miss one week, and then you. That was my question, week. right? Because they're they're following the old CDC guideline of contact yeah. tracing two weeks. That right? That was a long time ago, man. We are so far past that guideline. If you ain't kept up with it, you're foolish. That's yeah. on you then. That's on these people for being morons. That's I just don't understand. Now these are both non-division games. You know it. It, it doesn't matter. Games, I mean, you, you listen. If you don't want to play, don't play. I don't care. Yeah. But but don't don't cut two games and then blame it on these two kids. All yeah. right. That's that's kind of ridiculous. And nobody else. On I the mean, team I, listen. We had. played. I played public school football for a major, large high school in in like large in in our area, not large in like L.A. or New York area, but like. We had a hundred kids on the team. All right, you got two that tested positive. Okay, if it's the quarterback, tough. Put somebody else in there and play the game. Yeah, I agree. Hey, so I didn't plan on talking about this, but uh, you know, we're we're already at fifty-two minutes. Why not? Did you see where Nashville has decided that they are not going to let Nashville public schools play football right now? The entire state of Tennessee is playing football. All the high schools. 
Even the private schools inside of Nashville are playing football. The public schools in the city of Nashville, which is majority minority, they are not getting to play, yep. and I think it is absolutely absurd. What What are your thoughts there? Well, I, I, I think these kids should be able to play. The issue is, is that that entity is ran by its own school board. Just because the entire state is doing one thing, that's why we have individual school boards. Yeah. If you don't like it, get to know those school board members and vote their ass out or call their ass out or both. I don't care. Pick a fight with them. Doesn't matter to me. But, like, this is why you can't say the whole country's doing this, but this one group is not. Well, that one group is ran by a different group of people than the rest of the country. Agreed. Agreed. So, I, so, I, you and I have talked about this, and we will continue to scream it from on top of the mountains, how important structure and yes. the, the I, social, I think they should be. Like socializing. It's the, like, it's the responsibility of those parents in that community to stand up and fight this. Yeah, because it's, it's taking away opportunities. Because I, I, I living in Mississippi outside of Memphis have no right to tell that school board what to do. I get to yell at my school board, and I have enough to yell at them about. So the people that live there need to yell at their school board if they feel that the school board is doing something wrong. Maybe the parents of these people said, we don't think we want to play. That's fine. I, I don't I don't know. This is why small government is very good because it's very localized. You know it's Kathy from down the street is on the school board, and she made this decision. So then you can go and get in Kathy's face and talk to her about what's going on, right? Yeah. yeah or or you can say thank you. I think you're a hero. Thank you for doing yeah, your Yeah, whatever job. you need to do. Awesome. Whatever Everybody who does their to. jobs now is a hero. That's it. Uh, I'm not a hero. I put down hardwood floors for a living. That's a, that's a <laughs> bullshit job. Nobody wants it. Hey, you're you're my hero, Chris. It is what it I'm is. Not. That's okay, though. <laughs> so I don't want to be a hero. Too much responsibility. There you, hey, that's a valid point. I'm, too, I'm way too much of a moron to be a hero. <laughs> Uh, Joseph said, well, if they don't at least take the proper precautions, what does that say? School caring enough about the kids now? How many kids could have been uh, exposed? Well, I mean, who knows how many kids were actually exposed in the school? I mean, it's... Well, yeah, I mean, if these, yeah. my question is, is, are these two kids still at school? Surely they're not, right? No. Like, surely no. they have to go home. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how any of this stuff works, all right? Like I said, I'm not a doctor. I used to play well when I was little. That's way different. It's it just, I, I don't... I. I don't know what these people should do. I don't know what's right for all these different communities. I don't know. I know this. If if you're a private school, you can do whatever the hell you want, okay? Yeah. You're publicly funded school. You try to keep the media out of there, we got problems. We got beef then. Matt Miller said the reporters should have just said that they were having a protest. And then yeah. uh, he said, can you give me wood, Chris? Then you'd be my hero. <laughs> these guys, man. You guys in the comments or something else. All right, let's let's uh, let's close out with some NFL news. And if I were to ask you to list a safety in the NFL, how, at what point do you think Buda Baker would have come up? I don't know that I would have gotten there. That's kind of, that was my thought process when I saw I didn't know that this. he left the Lions. <laughs> well. And I follow the NBA pretty damn close. At the NFL, right? Yeah, you, you do follow the NFL, the yeah. Close. I follow the um, NBA close too, but I he, follow the NFL pretty damn close. He signed... A four-year, $59 million extension, $33.1 million of it is guaranteed with the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Didn't they just spend a first-round pick on a safety? I want to say yes. I don't remember. Well, yeah, it's Isaiah Simmons. He's Yeah, yeah but he's That's, not a the safety. The answer is yes. 
I mean, well, yeah, I guess he would be a safety slash linebacker. You don't think, he, you slash... don't think he's going to play safety in the NFL? Yeah, probably. Probably. I do not think he can play linebacker in the NFL. I don't think he's big enough. I think you're right. I think you're right. So he'll probably play safety. No. But So let's draft one with our first-round pick. And let's pay one more than anybody else has paid one. That sounds like a splendid idea for a team that's already bad on defense to stay bad on defense. And and don't get me because wrong. Because the mean, last got... I checked, now it's been a long time since I've seen a defensive scheme that had two safeties. Well, I mean, you're, I you're always going to play two safeties, right? It, it, like, even if you're mm, running like I don't a... think teams. I don't think teams play two safeties. There was a day in the time where they played a free safety and a strong safety. I don't think that day is long gone. Well, it's usually yeah, typically DBs you've got and a safety. nickel and you've got a star and you've got a you know all these. But different those are all positions. cornerbacks, man. Those uh, are all yeah. DBs. Uh, most of them are yes, but it yeah this is this is interesting. I'm I'm really confused and uh, to to give you an idea of exa- I mean. It was not that long ago. I mean, it was just a few months ago that Eddie Jackson signed a four-year, $58.8 million, $58.7 million. Yeah. Uh, and that was the biggest safety contract in NFL history. And yep. now, just a few months later, now we've got four years and $59 million, And that's the biggest safety contract. So now Buda Baker is the highest paid safety in the league. And it's um, it's weird. It's weird. I, I wasn't sure what to make of this. I mean, obviously, he's a good player. I just didn't ever know that he would be the highest paid safety in the NFL. And that just kind of struck me as odd. I guess it does the same for you, right? Well, yeah, I, I think I would name four or five safeties that I think are way better than him. I guess some of them are in the middle of contracts. So that's not fair and, and whatever, but you know, yeah, it's, it's odd. It's definitely odd. Uh, there's other NFL news. Obviously Xavier McKinney broke his foot at giants practice today. So another safety, you know, gone, whatever. Uh, Darren McArdle came in. He said, how many games are they protesting in the NBA? Um, well, this just came over from Adrian Wojnarowski. He said, emotions are raw. Players were already worn out of the bubble environment prior to the Jacob Blake shooting. Sources say discussions within teams are ongoing about postponing tomorrow's three games to and beyond. Uh, quote, the season is in jeopardy. One vet player here tells ESPN. Um, let's see. Tonight's meeting with the players will go a long way toward determining how the players will move forward with the rest of the season, sources tell ESPN. And inside the locker room, the Bucks were on a conference call with Wisconsin Attorney General Josh Paul and Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes. That is why they decided to boycott today's game is because they were actually on the phone. So that's interesting. Um, you know, our NBA season could be completely done. We'll see what happens. This is uh, an interesting time in the world of professional sports. I don't know what this is going to mean for the NFL. Uh, We already know that one Major League Baseball game has been postponed. We'll see if any others join along with it. But uh, what a strange day. What a strange day. Uh, NBA players boycotting their own business is is interesting. Uh, I I don't know what to make of it. Uh, Danny from L.A. jumps in. He said, I'm so pissed. Boycotting doesn't make changes. Education and voting does. That's true. Um, but he, uh, see, but boycotting, I don't know what voting can't... does because we keep voting the same people in and they don't do anything. And even when we vote new people in, the new people aren't doing anything different than the old people did. I just feel like there's some weird cabal that as soon as you get elected, they pull you aside, they put a gun to your head and say, you're going to do what we want you to do, and that's it. Sit in that chair and say what I say. Yeah. I mean, it's I don't it's know. Strange. I might be – I mean, I know it's crazy, but it's just – 
I feel like somebody would have done something differently in the last, I don't know, eight to 10 years, but they just don't. Everybody makes all these big shows. Like I said, when George Floyd happened, they all, they all put on the scarf and they all took a knee and a bill was, was written and put in front of them and they wouldn't even put it up for a vote. Just thinking, all right, it's hard to take you seriously when you're still allowing no knock uh, uh, warrants, which killed Breonna Taylor, and you're still allowing qualified immunity, which is protecting the the officer that killed George Floyd. So it's you know it's really hard to take you serious when you give symbols that you care, but you don't actually do anything to show you care. Yeah, you're uh, you're 100 right, 100 right. All right, uh, more breaking news to to toss in here to close us out here. Uh, Hurricane Laura has strengthened. It is now forecast to have sustained wind speeds of 150 miles per hour at landfall. That makes it just seven miles per hour shy of being a Category 5. This is going to be catastrophic and awful, and hopefully everybody that is down there has gotten out. Uh, You've had a lot of warning, so, you know, please, for the love of God, if you're watching us from down there, uh, I don't know the why fear you is, is the last couple of days, wasn't it pretty weak and it's picked up strength? It was. It, so this is, this always drives me nuts, right? When I see stuff like this. It was predicted this. originally, now this is like over a week ago, that these are just two tropical storms. Well, it and was. I'm thinking, by they, telling they said, people that, I know that, but by telling people that, everybody's just going to sit home and ride this thing out. Well, they said that it, it might get up to a Category 2, and then... Yes. You know, over the weekend, I they said, that. Ah, maybe a Category 3. And even yesterday, it was, oh, this yeah. would be a Category 3. And I and looked at my thinking, wife. People are thinking, I'm going to ride this thing out. And yeah. now, and nope, I, get the helmet. I looked get at my wife out. and told her, these people are insane. Like, I'm not a meteorologist, but I have no. seen this so many times because we just had a storm come through, which cleared out all that wind shear, like cleared out all that pressure systems and whatnot. It's... It's absurd. Like, it's sitting over the hottest water, really, on Earth. <laughs> in, I don't know if it's on Earth, but, well, it's, but it's, it's definitely close. in the country. I mean, my gosh. Yeah. So, it's sitting over the hot Middle water. The Middle East probably has some water hotter you, than that. But. You're probably right. Down near the equator, whatever. But it, it, it's warm water, which fuels these things. And it's proven to fuel these things. And they were saying a week ago that it's going to sit in the Gulf of Mexico and only reach Category 2. I feel like I'm on another planet. Like, why not just say, um, hey, I, listen, it could be a category five. I don't even five. pretend to be a meteorologist, but it just, I don't understand. You got to, you got to warn people more enough so they can get out because now everybody's just going to be sitting in bumper to bumper traffic trying to leave when this thing blows by. I mean, it, it, to say that it, just yesterday they said it was going to be a category three. This thing is at a four and it is just a few miles per hour shy of a five. I mean, that is absurd. Now, the biggest threat, of course, is, you know, the storm surge and everything else. I mean, it, that's going to be, catastrophic kind of stuff, but whew, it's uh, it's rough. Uh, we'll close out with these comments. Joseph Gomez said, look at Muhammad Ali. It's only years later that people see the true impact of one's actions that go against the norm. And that is true. Um, Joseph said, actually, two storms. I heard a four now. Yeah, that's what we were just talking about. And Darren McArdle said, they may stand for the party, but they fear the voter. Yep. Yep. That's 100%, 100% true. All right. You guys have been fantastic. Thank you, everybody that jumped in the comments today. We appreciate you letting us discuss things that aren't necessarily sports, but uh, but it revolves around the sports world. I appreciate you letting me rant. Hey. Don't don't beat me up too bad for my crazy conspiracy theories. I, I think everybody enjoyed it. I think everybody enjoyed it. So I uh, I know that I certainly did. And I mean, there's a reason why we got a platform, right? We we got to be able to use it every now and then to uh to just at least say our thoughts. So. 
We appreciate you guys for letting us do that each and every day. Uh, we really thank you for jumping in on the SBR chat. That has been a lot of fun. If you will continue to do that, 5.30 p.m. Central Time on the Sportsbook Review YouTube page, you can find us over at sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF, or you can find us, this show, over at winningcureseverything.com. You can go get the podcast, et cetera. If you missed the live show, download the podcast. Do yourself a favor. It's, uh, it's updated regularly. So right after the show is done, I will be editing the audio and tossing that bad boy up there. So go and check out the websites, sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF and winningcureseverything.com. You guys have been fantastic. In the meantime, take care of yourself, take care of each other, and we will see you again tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com.